What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, M. Motherfucking Serious in the building. This is the Wake Your Ass Up podcast on your ass, live one time for your motherfucking mind. Now, today I have a special treat for you again. I got my main man back, Jarrell Wilson. Say what's up, Jarrell. Peace and love, Hotepu. Also, I got my main man, UG. He's back. What up, UG? UG, huh? What's good, Mario? What's good, King? Not much, man. Thank you, brothers, for coming back on again. We already told y'all previously that we we're going to do it again. Um, in my last episode, these brothers were my most um, listened to episodes. So, obviously, people like listening to you, brothers. So, why not give it to them again? But today, we're going to talk about a subject that's not talked about a lot, but it's very important, especially to people in the black community. We're going to talk about the subject of etymology or etymon. Now, a lot of people want to know or would want to know why this is important. Well, if you're a person who studies history, whether it be biblical um, or mythos or whatever, etymology is very important because when you're talking about words, they may not have meant the same thing back then as they do now. And especially when you're talking about history with English language, because our language was derived from Latin, French, and other languages, things can get lost in translation. So if you consider yourself a person who who studies um, history and things like that, etymology is very important. Now, let me give you the definition of that. It's uh, facts of the origin and development of a word. Now, check this out. From old French Latin breakdown, it means basically just the analysis of a word to find the true origin. But here's a kicker. Um, classical et- etymologists, uh, Christian and pagans, based their explanations on allegory and guesswork, lacking historical records as a scientific method to analyze them. And the discipline fell into dis- disruption, um, and it lasted for about a millennium. So what does that mean? That means a lot of things that we're studying, um, a lot of words that we're pronouncing, if you break down the true origin of them, they don't mean what they say they mean. So it's very important for you listening to this episode. I got the brother Jarrell, who was uh, very educated on this subject. He studies it all the time. He's going to break down some words for you guys. So I'm going to hand it over to the OG of the Edomon, Jarrell. What up, man? Peace and love. Peace and love, family, and to all the listening audience out here. Yeah, we're going to touch on the Edomon. I go by the name of Jarrell Wilson, uh, spiritual name, Amon Ray. And we're going to touch on this Edomon because it's very crucial that we study words and, and understand the power of what you're saying and how your words mentally control your physically and your environment. So now when we're dealing with the Edomon, etymology, which etymology will, um, it's the, like the brother eloquently stated, it's the study of words and the roots derivative of words and how its origin started. Now, when you're dealing with words, you have to deal with these words on a culture base. So if you say dog in English, then in French and in Latin and so on and so forth, they have different words for dog. Pero is Spanish for dog. Now, when you say and when you say dog, these words also have an action and a connotation of context and how they are used. You have a slang when you say dog, and then you have a literal context when you say dog. So we have to understand the definition and the meaning and the breakdown of these words because these words control how you view yourself, how you view your environment, and how you view people your actions so let's say uh david king david now when you're dealing with the word david uh, abraham jesus solomon these words sarah these words are also called anagrams an anagram is a word or a phrase or a name formed to rearranging the letters of another one like the word cinema, if you rearrange it, it says Iceman. So you have to study etymology, which is the root of the word, 
which tells you the language, the connotation, and how they're using it in the context. And then you have to also study the anagram of the word, the makeup of the word, and the rearranging of a word. So when you're studying, I advise people to study semantics. Now, semantics is a branch of linguistics and logics dealing with the meaning of various groups of some, and there's various groups of semantics, including formal semantics, uh, logical aspects of meaning, such as sense, reference, implication, and logical form. Then you have a um, lexical semantics, which, which words and meanings and its relations, and its conceptual semantics, which study cognitive structures of meanings. Now, for instance, the word history, you have a prefix, which is his. Then you have the suffix, which is story. So now this is dealing with semantics. So when you're dealing with the word history, you're dealing with a viewpoint right. of something that's supposed to have occurred in a time reference from his point of view of the controller of the story. Correct. So now let's give a brief, a brief synopsis. So we're talking about anagrams. We're talking about etymology now. I gave a breakdown of semantics, right. and now I want right. to get into uh, syntax and linguistics. Now, linguistics is the scientific study of the language and its structure, including the study of morph morphology, syntax, phonetics, and semantics. Okay? Yeah. Now, when you're dealing with morphology, you're dealing with the transformation of words, like, let's say, for instance, in Spanish, you know, certain words don't translate it stays the same but you can also see Correct. where the words are morphing um from from latin into english well maybe one or two letters change but you can pretty much see that it's saying the same thing same okay thing. right and now and that's dealing with syntax that's dealing with syntax right now and uh morphology now let's deal with phonetics phonetics is the study right. and classification of speech and sound so this is dealing right. with the sounds. So now when you're saying words, these words have sounds and pitch and vibrations, which gives a certain level of response due just based off of the, the vibration of the word. So Got it. Now, I want to stop you for a second. Now, someone listening to this, that's, um, I would say, like a millennial or a young person or a person who doesn't really have a lot of knowledge of self, they may, they may be like, man, why in the hell I need to know about this this crap? What the hell are you talking about? There's some people listening to this right now, and they listening to you go about this, and they probably like, man, what the hell is this guy talking about? Why is it important for me to know about these things? Um, and also, um, what 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 can it do for me to learn this? What 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 why why do I need to learn this? Why is it important? Um, when you're dealing with society and public, right, which, which we all yeah. have to deal with school. Um, Correct. When we're dealing with law, as far as state government, yeah. city government, when we're dealing with business, when we're dealing with corporations, when we're dealing with each right. other, when we're dealing with friends, words are important because words dictate moods, words dictate actions, words dictate self-esteem, words dictate environment words are the hold of 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 a grouping of feelings that's what that's what yeah. that's what words are so so words you must words you must we must understand that when we say things that all words have a pretense which start with thought yeah which which deals right. with thought so you have a pretense of thought and this thought right starts from the mind so based off of however you're feeling or what's in your mind, it's going to display based off of your thought. So now, right. the reason why your words are important because if you want to give off a certain vibration or a certain aura or if right. you want to send a certain message, you have to verbally and instinctively make sure that you're saying or giving off the right words and right verbiage. And also... Yeah. Now let's break down. Now, I, I want to ask you real quick, just want to interject and um, ask you, man, like, you know, from my perspective, um, looking at this thing, uh, this is very powerful. Um, reason why I said it is, man, um, I just want to go real quick 
uh, for example, how we talk about words like the word. Let, 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 let's just go get into it like the word. No. Okay. Right? Um, a lot of us use that term. You know, we got, and it ain't just black folks using it. It's, 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 it's white people that's cool with black folks using it. I even heard um, Mexican people calling each other niggas and all this kind of stuff. So I think, you know, what you're saying is is, is 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 huge because a lot of words that we say and, and 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 terms that we use toward each other they really dictate how you view yourself you right. know what i'm saying like uh, and, and and a lot of people they don't really realize that man like when you call yourself a nigga or you saying i'm a bad bitch or i'm a this i'm a that you're speaking that to your water you know what i'm saying like you you speaking that you know so it's very very important for people to get what you're saying, you know, and simple, simple and plain, man, if if you're going to refer to yourself as something or someone else, you need to make sure that you know what the hell you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and like I said, bro, I just want to say that, you know, I just, that because that word, man, um, has really haunted our community for such a long time, that, that, that nigga word, and I would like for you to break that down um, at, at some point in time for the people, if you could. Oh, uh, right. Um, nigga. Um, yeah, nigger yeah. has different variances and connotations, right? Which means they have different levels yeah. and degrees of, of meaning, interpretation, and understanding. Uh, right. Now, we can say since we are in America, since we speak English, and we learn from right. English-speaking people, right, which were European, right. uh, Anglo-Saxons, right? Correct. So, when, so just bringing it to the English language, when we say nigger, we know that the connotation was supposed to have a negative effect on us when we use it. Yeah. Now, the reason why etymology and semantics and all of these words are crucial because the word nigger has its context and it has its place. Um, the new okay. generation, which is our generation, we, we right. use the word nigger as a term of endearment. Just like, just like when we say right. dog, you know, we know a dog is an right. animal. We know that. And right. we also know that dog is something that we use as a term of endearment. Correct. So we give the words power, whether, whether we right. understand it or not. Now, it, it would be in your best understanding to not always use the word nigga depending on the environment that you're in. Right? Yeah. So... This is this is this is the power of semantics, and and also when you're dealing with your words or contracts, your words or yeah. contracts, and that's true. Not only in the streets, not only in school, not only that's why they say your word is your bond, because because Correct. whatever you say, you have to live by that, and you have to die by that, and you have to stand right. on that. Whatever you say come out of your mouth. That's what that's what people are, are going to take, whatever you say. So that's why we have to be right. very, very careful because um when you're building relationships, um when you when you raising kids, when you um building right. business, your words and what you say are very crucial. That's why when you right. walk in Walmart or when you walk in any of these corporations, they don't say get the hell out of here. They greet, they greet you in a certain manner with words because based off of words, it's going to dictate the environment and the Correct. controlling or, or the chaos in the environment just based off of a certain response dealing with words. So, and this is why a lot of times when we um, go in the corporate world, this is why we lose out because we don't understand verbiage and we don't understand legalese as well. Legalese is, is dealing with legal terms and how you use them legally. And so this is dealing with context. Right. So correct. That's why the the Edamon is so important. And um also I want to give a breakdown on some very crucial words. Um like um like I was saying, David, Solomon, Abraham, right. Sarah, Jesus. And the reason why I want to give a breakdown is once you overstand and understand and understand what you're saying when you say Abraham, what you're, what you're really saying when you say Sarah, what right. you say, you're in, it's called invocation. So if you say something, what you say has a charge on it. And this charge that you're saying based off your word 
you're going to either repulse things or you're going to magnetize things towards you based off right. of your words, whether you know it or not. So when you're saying the word Abraham, the word Abraham, you see the word Brahma. That's an anagram. You see inside of the word Abraham, you have the word Brahma if you rearrange the words. Brahma right. deals with the breath, the bull, the breath, the breath. Brahma, the broncos. Yeah. You understand the nostrils, the bull in the nostrils. Yeah. Um, when you and, and also when you deal with the word Abraham, you get the word ab, abdominal, which deals with the breath. You get ab, yeah. and you get ra, which is the sun which also deals with your lungs and, and, and breath. And then you get ham, which is dealing with black, which we know is talking about us or melanin or carbon. Sure. So all of these words, you have to understand the spiritual connotation as well on what you're saying. So words are not just words, words are vibrations, words are frequency, yeah. words um, control people emotions. So this is, and, and, and emotions are energy and motion. Energy yeah. and motion. I want to um, ask you real quick, man, like, um, and UG on this too, man. You, If you ever notice, man, you know, um, the state that, you know, black people in, you know, far as being impoverished and um, being looked at as being less than or having to prove yourself even more just because of the color of your skin or just being stereotyped to being a certain way. I, I always notice that, man, you know, I think it's really time for us as a as a as a people to really take responsibility for the words that we use towards each, towards each other. Um, and, and going back to those words like you, it's funny you brought, brought the word dog up. But, you know, if you think about it, man, and, and, and you look at like, you know, slavery, um, we use all like slave terms to refer to ourselves. You know what I mean? And in, in, the, in, in the book. Um, Claude Anderson wrote their little series. He kind of breaks this down, like the word like auntie, auntie, you know, mammy, you know. Um, we call ourselves, like you say, dog. That's my dog. But a dog is like, you know, lower than a human being. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, like, for, like for example, we call each other my nigga. Yeah, we use it as a term of endearment, but at the same time, the root of that word and and, and how it was used against us is 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 is. It's horrible, you know. We like I said, I always hear women say, like I was saying earlier, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad bitch, or I'm this, I'm that. You know, I think we really bro need to take responsibility for what we call each other instead of calling each other, you know, niggas, calling each other dogs, calling calling each other bad bitches. We need to maybe say, you know, what up, king? What up, queen? What up, God? What up? You know, some other than other than that, and I think. If we was to do that, bro, we would create, like you said, that vibration where we will hold ourselves to another standard. I think the standard is so low that that's how people act. Like it's just like, for example, man, when you when you join the military, there's a certain standard. Right. You see what I'm saying? And if you're below that standard, um, you're gonna know and you're gonna get in line real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not going to change the standard for you. You know what I mean? This is the standard, and if you want to participate, then get your ass in line. Right. You know what I mean? And I think our other races of people have that standard. You know, like, for example, man, I love the way the Japanese run their race. It's a standard. You know what I'm saying? You don't. You know what I mean? Look, look at the race of the people, how they run their country. I don't agree with all that, but I'm just using an example. of You don't, you don't see too many times them folks getting out of line or calling each other certain names or saying this and that. You know, we need to have a, a, a higher standard of what we refer to ourselves as. You know, we got to change that. Uh, because, that's our culture connection too as well, which is which which goes with the etymology, which is the root of word, which yeah. is talking about culturally and how you're using these words culturally. And so right. the culture dictates how you use the word. Other cultures can't dictate how you view your culture. You understand? Right. So when somebody calls you a nigga, a white person or any other person calling you a nigga, you don't dictate what I should feel when you say this word. Because if that's the case, when somebody white calls you a boy, shouldn't you be as equally mad if they call you a nigga? 
Shouldn't you be? True. So we have to understand the power of words and what they are and, right. and, and understand which words should we give power to in a negative uh, response and which words should right. we not give any power to. Uh, right. And that's the thing. We give, we give power to a lot of words and um, what's the word I'm looking for? We give, we give a lot of power to words and those words dictate how we view um, because we haven't we you haven't know? learned that these words have a root and it's coming from somewhere and that's why this etymology breakdown is crucial yeah. and when you think about the it's word crucial, right? Adam right if I say Adam, Adam and Eve yeah. story Adam A-D-A-M comes from the word Atom A-T-O-M Atom got it so now we speaking Correct. scientifically when we talking about Adam and Eve and then when you're dealing with Eve you're dealing with the prefix evolution eve so now every now when you study science when you split an atom right when you split the atom it's called the ribosome when you split it down the middle it's called the hence the rib the ribosome and once you split it Correct. it evolves so here you go adam the ribosome and evolution so all humans started from Adam, correct? Yes, you did. In the splitting correct. of a river song. Correct. And you evolved <laughs> into a, what you are today. That is true. That is true. But, you know, you're going to have a lot of people, man, you know, um, when you talk about this, because this is a very sensitive subject, uh, you know, because you get into religion to break down the words. And now a lot of people, you know, I know how folks are because, you know, I'm from the South and, you know, they, they babble to the core. They're not, a lot of people, uh, they're not willing to kind of go outside the box and really break down um, the words that they use in their Bible. You like see what I'm saying? That's, 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 that's very, a very sensitive subject, man, you know. Um, I like how but, you put that, Mario. And, I really love how you put that. That's very true. It's true, man, because, you know, we talking about something like people, man, you know, this subject right here, man, this is heavy because, People, man, put their heart and their soul into, you know, their religion and what they believe in. And people who would die, like, man, you know, I know, you know, it's Muslim people, man, that are killed over the Quran. You know but what I'm saying? That proves the power of words. And see, this goes into the Correct. That, 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 right. It proves it. It's right. You got, and you got, and not, not to just, uh, you know, hit on Muslim people, but you got some Christians that are killed if you, if you disrespect the Bible in front of them or they'll slap you or, or, or curse you. You know what I mean? Because, those words um, are so, um, you know, important important to them. But at the same time, in my opinion, this is my opinion, if you really do love it and you really do believe in it, then you really need to get deeper into it. You know what I'm saying? So when you, like you said, man, when you're talking about that and you get to the scientific thing, I know that um, a lot of times science and religion can't coexist. A lot of people, it's hard for them to get that. You know what I mean? It's very difficult for a lot of people to to to, to take science and religion and, and put them in the same box because they just been taught this straightforward way. And anybody who's um, coming with something different or a different perspective on their current way of thinking when it comes to um, religious people in the Bible or that in general, when you're talking about words, that's a problem. That's true. And it's also amazing how. Um, we as human beings, we stick to those words and we're ready to go to war in um, situations like the ones that you just described. But yeah. but at the same time, uh, those same words, we, we that's amazing how it's coming out today. And we are in this time having this conversation because I believe everybody oh, yeah. that's that's that will definitely stand up for their religion, um, with, which is neutral, Correct. which is great. Those same people can right. admit to being bamboozled by fake news. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see yeah, how when you like use words in different yeah. contexts, you know, how you can mis mis mislead and steer a human being wrong. Um, right. You know, and those are just two hyper different situations to where, where words um, were was used to lead individuals. And in one substance, we are ready to go to war and go to bat for what we believe in and on other and on right. the other situation it gets us to where we have a president of the united states in the soil in which we're coming up in that's arguably um 
in the situation to where his this everything about that campaign we're living in a past of a mistake and a fake fake information it led us to where we're arguably at today and what the foreseeable future is going to get us and that's crazy what we we all at the root talking the about words that, not to cut them off that and to add to that um when we think about our people, 90% of the so-called African-American, we speak English, even though we might speak a little, because I speak a little Spanish, you know, Latin language. Um, I could read it well. Um, when you think of language and words, your words dictate how you view your divinity. Because if I say God in English, we know that the English-speaking people, when, when you think of the word God, you're thinking of a higher source, a creator that created everything, right? Correct. Now, in the African language, in, in a lot of African cultures, there's not a word for God because you can't box something infinite into something that's finite in such a word. So if I told you that I didn't believe in God, you're going to tell me that I'm crazy, I'm this and I'm that, because this is words. This is a word. Correct. God is a word. And, and it's an English word. So now, based off of your language, I can control your concept on how you view the creator. Right. I can I can view the concept of how you view yourself. Because in words are intertwined with culture. With culture. Because if I walk up to a black person and say, oh, what's popping? Right? This doesn't mean literally what's popping. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't really mean I'm talking about cooking or grease, but this means what's going on. We have so many ways to talk to each other, to communicate to each other, to respond to each other based off of how you're feeling emotionally. So words are very powerful because I can take the word bitch and I can disrespect you with it, or I can take the word bitch and I can put it in this proper connotation and I can talk about this specific type of, 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 of a character of what a bitch is. You see what I'm saying? So everything has to be put in this proper context when we're using these words because we have to understand the power of words and not only the power of words. I want to say the power of the pre-concept of word or pre-context of the word, which is the thought that all words start from a thought and thoughts are vibration. So you're sending vibration, your words, you're sending vibration, you're sending energy, you're sending emotions, you're sending signals, you're sending radio waves. So when you're saying something with, with, with a word, you're affecting a person on a biological level because we're dealing with, because we're dealing with uh, waves and particles and forms, which is actually affecting you on a biological level. So, because waves deal with vibration and pitch, and when you and words are have vibrations. So, when you when you sending a, a word to somebody, you're actually sending a pitch, a, a signal, a waveform, which your body and your cells are made of of waves. So now I'm sending signals. And based off of the signals that I send to my words are going to say basically how I feel about you and my gender True. and how you should respond to basically the waves that I'm sending off to you. Now, what I'm saying, for example, let me break this down on signals and waves. Have you ever been in a room? Um, it could be quiet or, or it could be a lot of noise and you have your back turned. And you just turn around and you and you and there's somebody there and they started you like, man, I felt it was somebody behind me because when they walk in the room, you have what's called electromagnetic frequency right from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, which deals with electricity and magnetism, which deals with your cells and your vibration and your aura. So now when somebody walks in the room, your vibration and your energy is being transmitted and transferred to them and you can feel it. And so words have the same effect because words have vibration and pitches and frequencies which transfer energy and these energy transfer emotions and all the word emotion means when you break it down at the uh, 
etymologically, it means um, energy in motion. The word emotion is energy in motion. So every time you every time you say something negative to somebody, you're moving their energy in a lower form. Say for instance, if it's three people in the room and y'all positive and somebody come to the room like, yeah, man, man, god damn, man, my girl, man, she tripping, man, man, damn, man, this bitch. You're sending negative waves from your words, right, to somebody else and based off those negative waves that you're sending, based off of those waves that you're sending, they get a certain response and not only a certain response you get a certain chemical once again an alchemical response from words these words right. can actually cause a chemical and alchemical response just based off of the mechanism that you have set up based around the word now let me break that down let me break that down onto so i can simplify what i'm saying on the alchemical level if i say bitch to a 20 year old man if i say oh you a bitch ass nigga you a bitch Right. To a twenty-year-old man, based off of his environment, from his from from what he's seen from his uncles to his cousins to his brothers, based off of what they what what he have seen, when a man called a man a bitch, he his energy is supposed to go up. So when you get mad, when you get angry, you you are actually releasing iodine and salt inside of your cells. This is scientifically proven. So your emotion actually has a chemical response. If you if you scream loud enough, you'll start to get a headache. True. You'll start to get dizzy. So words actually have chemical response that actually sends energy to the body and to the cells and to the subconscious mind. So if I greet you and say, what's up, fool? Right? Or if I greet you and say, what's up, God? What's up, king? What's up, queen? What's up, brother? What's up, scientists? You see what I'm saying? What's up, future? What's up, love? The vibration that I'm sending to you, you might have you might have been having a bad day. You might have been having a bad day. So if you're having a bad day, why would you go around people who have low energy? And they like, oh, man, I can't pay my bills. Oh, man, my baby daddy tripping. Oh, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Oh, man, I don't know. This just going to make you even work based off of their words. Based off of the words, words control and dictate environments. And environments dictate mood. And mood can dictate action. So words are very powerful. And I and I want to add, when you deal, um, when you're dealing with words like soul, these words in that we are taught in English, like soul, is Latin and Greek. The word soul comes from the word, if you take the U off, you get solid. S-O-L, which deals with the sun, okay? And so your soul is electromagnetic. That's what the sun is. It's a ball of electromagnetic energy, and it's sending out particles, alpha rays, beta rays, gamma rays to you, and you're eating them and digesting them. And so when we're dealing with these words, soul, and when you're learning it from what, what it is on a surface base, on a surface base, if you say the word soul, you're thinking this is just some stuff that goes into heaven and that's going to be judged. But if you understood the breakdown on the word soul is really Latin, which means soul, you will understand that the sun, right? That the sun controls your mood and your spirit. Because you can, this if you study, if you study uh, depression and depressed people, when they don't get sunlight, they get very, very depressed. And when you, hey, and when you study gotta, the word... I got I to gotta interject with you one, one, one second because I got a personal thing with this. Okay. Word. Let you get back on it. It's funny you mentioned that because I lived in, um, in uh, Washington State for a while, right? Okay. I lived, I lived there, man, for five years. And while I was there, I was living... I'd say about the first um, couple of years I was living there, um, you know, it was always, you know, People was killing themselves all the time, you know. And, you know, every time you turn around, I'm like, man, you know. Then I looked it up, you know. Washington State had like the highest rate of suicide in the U.S. at the time. And if, if anybody knows anything about Washington State, 
it's a very gloomy place. Um, they don't they only get sunlight twice out the year. With well, I'm not twice out the year, but like two months out the year in the summer. But it has the best summer. You know, the summertime is almost better than it is in Southern California. But the rest of the time, man, it's raining, um, overcast. It's a very green, beautiful place. But it's funny how you mentioned like how um, the sun dictates mood. When you don't get it, you get depressed. And in places, and, and well, not in places, but in that place where I was living, you know, people were a lot more like kind of like you know, I don't know. They didn't have a lot of get up and go like like energy. You know what I mean? It ain't it ain't like like if you meet somebody that's kind of from 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 up there, um, in that area, and then you meet somebody from like Florida or California, they got a whole totally different vibration. You know what I'm saying? Because no, they based, off, based off of that, no, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's based off of the the, the sunlight. Yeah, man, sunlight. that's real. That's some real. That's some real stuff you're talking about right there, man. Because I really, I really was like, wow. You know, it's funny he mentions that because. At that time when I was up there, man, uh, they had the highest rate of suicide. They may still have it now, and it's and it's real. It's a real gloomy uh, place, man. A lot really rainy. Um, I enjoy my time there because I just found a lot of stuff to do. But um, it's funny you mentioned it, man. That's that's spot on. I just wanted to give you some props on that. That's that's that was spot on. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Because just studying this Edamon, yeah. you look at life differently, you approach life differently, and you understand that your words dictate your mood. If you say that you're a winner, you're a champion, if you say these positive affirmations that they call these positive affirmations, and they call them auto-suggestion in psychology for depressed people, uh, my cousin, um, I'm not going to state her name because I don't know if she want me to state her name, but my cousin, yeah. she can attest that I brought her out of depression. She went to psychiatrists that she paid, and they couldn't help her. And I showed her with her words and with auto-suggestion the power of words and energy because these words have precepts, which are thought. And thoughts deals with your thoughts control your emotions. And your emotions are nothing but energy and motion. So your thoughts are the needle to your energy. It's a gateway to your energy. And it's funny, man, you mentioned that because um, I just started reading the book, I don't know if you have, you've read this called uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Have you ever heard of I that? I haven't read it. I haven't read it all the way. Uh, yeah, but. To, I, I got it on my phone. I haven't read it all the way. Well, in the, one of the, one of the principles, <laughs> it's funny, man, is auto-suggestion. And this book um, supposedly is one of the books that all of, all of the, like, you know, riches some of the greatest men as far as in finance read um to gain the wealth that they um they the wealth that they got and auto suggestion they constantly because I'm just in the beginning of it but he constantly says auto suggestion. It's funny he mentions in the book and you was talking about bringing your cousin out of depression. Also give you a lot of props for that. That was awesome. Um but every day he was like in the beginning of the of the of the uh of the audio the guy was like yeah uh, for example if you want to uh be a millionaire you should write down how you're gonna do it and he and he says to start auto, auto suggestion you should wake up and say what you're gonna do and go to bed and say it again every day until you do it and after a while it becomes like um brushing your teeth every morning it's just automatic you automatically believe that you're going to get that million dollars and you're going to do whatever it takes to get it because you've auto suggested to yourself that you deserve it. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's also a ladder, you know, diagram as well that you can draw in your mind. And every night, at least three times a week, sleep in an uncomfortable position. And in your imagination, you dream of a ladder and you're climbing that ladder. And at the top of that ladder is whatever that goal that you've set. Yeah. Um, and over and over again, you climb down and uh, to that ladder to view that goal. And um, these things will come to you in your future. And it's all through the power of words, mantras, yeah. um, ultimately, basically what you're, what we're just pretty much vibrating, talking about. Yeah, man. I'm going to let the brother Jarrell get back into it, man. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Um, thank y'all, brothers. Thank y'all. Yeah. I appreciate your brother's patience and uh, cooperation because y'all are actually adding to my build. I think I'm thankful for y'all interjections because y'all hadn't given me allowing my thoughts to actually flow. Um, when you think of words like um, Trinity, Holy, uh, Genesis, 
all of these words were not selected for no reason, right? You, when you go into Genesis, um, and the reason why I want to touch on this is I'm not attacking religion because I don't believe in throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Let me state that first. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I'm saying we must look at everything and put it under a microscope because right. something has to change. So we have to look at everything and start to tweak it because that's the only way we can change into new. Right. We have to evolve. So everything must be revised and reviewed. And I know one of the most powerfulest things is the Christian church and religion. And so I'm not here to beat it up. Right. I'm not here to go against religion and to tell people, you know, uh, you're foolish for being a Christian because I, I understand that people need something to believe in. And cool. I also have a mother that's a Christian and my cool. grandmother that's a Christian. And I wouldn't dare disrespect her. But I do also would like to say that truth has to reign over everything. Let me right. say that truth has to reign free. So when when I look at words like, um, when we look at words like Trinity and Holy, like I was saying, um, Genesis, um, Genesis is the first book um, in, the, in the King James Version. And when you break this word Genesis, you have a prefix and a suffix. And the prefix is gene. And the, and the suffix is cis or isis. So now in Genesis, it, it talks about Sarah begot this person, David begot this person, Abraham begot, begot, begot. This word begot is dealing with genetics. It's dealing with the lineage and seed. So we can see that the word Genesis is talking about a gene pool, the gene pool, the gene pool, gene. Yeah. And so the gene of Isis and the gene of Cis. So actually, when we talk about the word Genesis, we actually paying homage to the woman because she gives out the mtDNA, which is the mitochondria DNA, which right. is that's why you have a uh, umbilical cord. So when we say in Genesis, we have to put this in its proper perspective and start from the beginning and give the woman her praise and her due. And that's why I said the word Trinity um, inside of the Western religion, they leave the woman out, not attacking uh, religion, the Christianity, but they leave the woman out of the Trinity and right. you can't have a Genesis with a, or a Trinity without evolving her or anything holy without involving her. So I want to break down these words so we can clearly understand that when we talk about Genesis and when we say Genesis, you have to understand that you're talking about genetics and that you're talking about the woman. Because Correct. everybody on this planet with a belly button came from a woman. So that right. is the Genesis. And also, I want to talk about the word God um, as, a, as an acronym as well. Um, you always see it in all capital letters, and most people don't pay attention. Most acronyms are like that, right? And so you have G for generator, O for operator, and D for destroyer, which can be an acronym. And also, it could be reversed as an anagram as well, because you get the word dog, right? You get, the word, you get the word dog. Now, in ancient Egypt, they deal with Sirius. They deal with the dog, and it's called the dog star. You will see in Anubis is linked to Sirius because he's the guide to the underworld, and Sirius is the eight, Sirius A, B, and C is the brightest constellation that we come from. Supposedly, that's where we come from. So right. now, we're dealing with this word God, you will see that it is tied with the word dog and the word dog is tied to the word bitch. Now, here you go again. If you deal with the dog star, the bitch star, if you deal with East star, East star, which is a female. And so you can see why they call the woman a bitch or a female dog. And this is actually, if you, if you study in antiquity, the word bitch is actually talking about something powerful that it actually was actually talking about a powerful source. It's in, but it's talking about a source that's so powerful. This is why when women go off, that's why when women start, rah, 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 you call her what? Bitch. Because her energy is rising. Her energy right. is rising. So this is a force. So when you're saying this right. word bitch, this is actually a force you're talking about. Right. You're talking about an energy, a force. So these words hold power. And so I want to make the interpolation of the word God, which goes back to dog, which goes back to bitch, which goes back to sit, which goes back to the woman. And again, the word. Oh, what did you say, brother? I couldn't hear you. I said, it, again, it ties back into the, uh, into the woman again. It got right, the black woman being God. So you can clearly see how 
the Anglo-Saxons and the inventors of the English language, why they wanted to decode these things. Because now, through slavery, they said, if we take their tongue away from them, if we take their tongue away from them, we can, we can control their God. We can control how they view their women. We can control how they view themselves, their kids, and everything just based off of the language barrier and the language change. Now, when you read in English, you know what goes hands in hand with the English language? The Bible. Correct. The, the Bible goes hand in hand with the English language. So we have to understand the power of these words because had you not spoken or been basically raped and robbed of knowledge of self and forced into the English language, your concept of God wouldn't even be the same. Your concept of how you even view yourself would not be the same, the same. because you would view yourself based on how your ancestors viewed yourself because you speak the you 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 speak the language which allows you to invoke the same powers that they invoke for help, the same powers that they invoke for positivity, the same powers that they invoke for healing. Now, say for instance, the power of words. Let me show you the power of words. If my mother named me Jarrell and I walk down the street and you call me Chris. You can't invoke Jarrell's energy because you're calling me the wrong thing, the wrong word. Wrong word, right. And so this shows the connotation of power. Now, if I name my daughter, which my daughter's name is Egypt Messiah, that's her name. That's her real name. So right. if I name her Egypt, this has a connotation and power because when you think of Egypt, you think of you know, grand, uh, grandiose, you think of splendor, you think of mathematics, you think of pyramids, you think of gold, you think of rulership, you think of all yeah. this great stuff. So just based off of the word, her name being Egypt, every time somebody says a name, they always say, oh, man, that's a powerful name. Oh, man, that's a beautiful name. Oh, man, that's a wonderful name. So now you're speaking high vibration and thinking positive things about my daughter without her even being present. Correct. You see what I'm saying? So you creating power manifestation for her with a word. True. If 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 I come in a room full of black men, alpha male, beta, beta males, whatever you want to call them, if I come in a room with 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 black men, especially, let me say this, and I say, "Oh, y'all some bitch ass niggas," just based off of the word that I just said, "Y'all some bitch ass niggas," somebody about to probably punch me. So my words. Just got me physically harmed. Right. My words just got me physically harmed because I just came in this in the, in this room and I disrupted the energy or the emotion, which is the energy in motion. So I controlled the energy with my words, and that energy came back as a form of a punch. Right. So, you know, we have to understand the power of these words and when we're saying it. And once again, we have to understand and overstand and study history because we can see when we were striving and how we were striving because of the language and the invocation on the power of words and how we viewed ourselves and how we viewed our ancestors and how we viewed our kids and how we viewed our community. It's all going to be intertwined, you will see, seamlessly based off of your words and your culture. Now, um, I want to touch on um, culture real quick, not to get off subject, but I think this goes and it intertwines with um, the topic at hand. Uh, I really believe this, and I said this on my uh, episode, Black America. You should listen to it. Uh, okay, I'll check it out. I'm gonna check it out today. I don't. I don't think that uh, we're gonna be able to move forward as a as a as a people. Period. Black people, whether you um, a Spanish speaking black person or whatever, as a race, until we get a sense of culture, bro. Black people don't have any sense of culture, and especially in America. We have everybody else's culture. And the reason why is our culture was never taught to us. We the only people, think about it, bro. Most of us, um, most black people you meet, I say 99% of black people you meet can't even give you one African term or greeting in their native language where they, where they come from. Because you know why? A lot of them don't even know which part of Africa they come from. Because your language controls your culture. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, think about that, man. Like, think about like the Mexicans. Think about the uh, the Germans. Think about um, you know the Filipinos, the Japanese, the Chinese, the Turkish, the Arab. They all, most of those people that come to this country, they what? 
they speak their language. That's right. They they they, right. they customs and traditions that they live by. They have certain type of ways that they get married in a way that um um they have like certain type of like uh artifacts and ornaments that are passed on from generation to generation. You know, we don't we don't have no like cultural connection to our to our native land. You know and that's and that's why this etymology is so you know what I'm like none. That's that's huge, man. I don't think really people like really understand how powerful that is, like and 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 why that's important because um we don't we don't have that. Every other race has it. And and I really believe, brother, until we get a sense of culture, African culture, we're gonna be doomed because we don't have any knowledge of self. You know what I'm saying? Like well, that, this whole conversation, we you know we're trying to stir the pot up. We're trying to stir whether it's negative or positive. We're trying to get the and, and we just you starting. Know. You know, this is just a, this is just basically the start of it. You know, this is just the, yeah. us coming together, putting yeah. together the blueprint. You know, this is the rough Correct. draft, and that's why this conversation because I knew this etymology would shape the foundation yeah. because yeah. this you're based off your words dictate right. how you view yourself yeah. and your yeah. culture. Yeah, man, and your culture. Powerful. That's powerful, bro. Because in, in in our community, man, you know, and, and and me, man, anybody know me, man, they know I love rap. I love hip hop, man. Like to 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 death. Anybody that know Mario, they know, man. Like you know, when 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 CDs and stuff was out, man, I had all the rap. Like I even listened to gospel rap, you know, reggaeton. Like if it's rap, I was I'm bumping it. But it's funny how, man, when I gained knowledge of self, bro. And I and I and I started looking at things through a different lens. Uh, when I had a paradigm shift, you know, I stopped listening to gangster rap music, bro. Okay, it's 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 crazy. Like, you know, because I realized how powerful those words were. Because I would, because I like, because like I'm a big fan, and and I still am of Three Six Mafia. Um, I used to listen to those brothers a lot. You know, I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not talking bad about these brothers because I grew up listening to them. But like those songs and those vibrations, like when I was in that in that realm, I, I I noticed like my thought process and how I thought about certain things, and like it kind of was sucking me in, you know what I'm saying? Like and kind of going um, into a mental place where you know you 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 kinda, you, you kind of are what you listen to, like you know. Man, that's you know, a fact. Those know, are those are big facts. What you talking? Not to cut you off. Yeah. Those are big facts. Big facts. Let me let me say this. Let me interject on that for one second. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think if you're going to go do a drive-by shooting, do you think you're playing gospel music? Do you think you're playing opera music? Do you think you're playing, or do you think they playing some with a crazy vibration? With a crazy vibration, of course. Because this is the energy that you're pulling yourself towards. Correct. Right. Now, can you imagine a millionaire on this path to becoming a billionaire? Do you think that he can become a millionaire or a billionaire by telling himself, by listening to stuff that goes against uh, positivity, which means that he can't do this, or I ain't shit, or I should be a drug dealer, or to be negative. He can't even think like that. He can't even have negativity come inside of his thought plane, right. because if it does, it will, it will infect everything that he has going on, because he'll start to doubt himself just based off of his words. Correct. He'll start to doubt himself. So if you talk to a billionaire, they're going to every billionaire that you talk to will our millionaire will tell you they became a millionaire, billionaire because they changed their thought. And you have to be positive to do it. To do you it. You can't be a millionaire being negative. And that's dealing with your thought. You can't be saying, Oh, I can't do it. Oh, I'll never make a billion dollars. You're right. You'll never do it because right. you're telling yourself through the affirmation of words. Because when you say a word, your brain is act you actually talking to yourself at all times, whether you know it or not. Right. Because you have a conscious mind and you have a subconscious mind. mind. Yeah. One one mind is the one mind is the one that accepts and rejects, right? You have a right. mind that accepts it and rejects it. And then you have one mind that is a recorder. The subconscious is just a recorder. That's right. all the sub it never shuts off. That's why when you go to sleep, you have dreams because that's the subconscious. Okay, which never cuts off. It's recording everything from from the time of your pre-birth to after birth to death. It's 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 recording. So now, when you're saying words, when you're saying like, if I say, "Oh man, fuck you," I already know in my mind, based off of the 
reaction that comes with somebody saying, man, fuck you, because my brain has recorded. I already know that something negative is about to happen. I already did. Just based off of just based off the vibration that I'm sending out. So say, for instance, if you say when you say something negative to somebody, when you say, oh, man, fuck you, you a bitch ass nigga. You know how your body feel? Your body feel tight. Tight. You know yeah. You feel. But if you say something positive to somebody, oh, man, that's a nice shirt. Oh, man, that's a cool haircut. You see how your body feel relaxed. You can breathe better. The oxygen right. is flowing. Your body is not restricted. So when you say words, words even control your breath and your oxygen. Right. So words control your biological structure. And like I stated earlier on the show and, and your alchemical structure. So we have to understand that the power of words and the connotation of words. And we must be very thoughtful and very mindful and suggestible of how we talk to each other and the words that we choose to interact with each other with. And so that's why this eat of mine is very important. And this is just the skin of the surface. You know, I plan to right. go in. I'm going I'm to really go in. I know I know this day and time, not to disrespect the audience. This is no disrespect to anybody. I know people have to go watch for their kids. They have to clean up the house. Right. And I know people box of, 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 of time to sit down is very limited. So I can't really explain and touch every point that I want to uh, touch on. But I feel like um, this one is really going to stir up the pot if people could just sit down and understand um, the power of etymology correct, and, and, and anagrams and semantics and uh, linguistics. And it, you, you, you are absolutely right, man. We're going we gonna to cut it right here, man, because we're about an hour in. I think that's good for the people today because, um, to be honest, man, it's a lot and it's a huge pill to swallow. Um, and, and like I said, man, it's a, uh, it's a very heavy and deep and broad subject, but I think you guys did a great job at explaining and, and giving your thoughts. And, uh, I really appreciate you, man, taking the time to study and, and be able to explain these things and break it down to where a child could understand. Um, that was, that was really great. I enjoyed every, every part of it. You also, UG, thank you for chiming in and giving your, um, your two cents as well, man. Um, again, this is Jarrell Wilson, man, a.k.a. Amun Ra, or Amun Ray, however you want right. to pronounce it. Amun Ray, Amun Ra, Amun Ra. It's all. Amun Ra. It's right. all. I want to say one, which is just one thing, because I have a challenge. I forgot. Um, right. I want to challenge everybody if y'all don't believe the power of semantics. And I want you guys to call me out on this. Y'all can look me up on Facebook, Jarrell Wilson, and I really want you guys to interact with me and really call me out if I'm lying. I'm going to show you prove that the power of semantics um, I want you guys to challenge yourself for 30 days that when you wake up and when you go to sleep, that you say at least five positive things. And I want you to pay attention to how your day is going to go for 30 days. If you can, whether you got to write it down, put it on the calendar, put it in your phone. I want this to be a challenge to prove to me and to yourselves the power of words and reaffirmation. So I want everybody that's listening to challenge yourself for 30 days to wake up with five positive thoughts and to go to sleep with five positive thoughts. And then after the 30 days, let's, let's analyze how your days went. That's very powerful, man. Um, because you know what, man, I've been doing that, um, recently, bro. And it hasn't been 30 days. Um, and I didn't know you was going to do this by the way, just in case people know, but it's funny, man. Like, um, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a gym guy, right? I, I'm a huge person, huge advocate for fitness, and it's funny, man. When I when I wake up and I tell myself, man, I'm gonna kill it today. Um, today's gonna be the great day. Blah blah blah. Nine times out of ten, man, most of those days I have good days. But it's funny, man. Yesterday I did do it, and my day was like <laughs> all over the place, bro. I got off that vibration. I swear, dude, the workout. The workout, I was gasping. You know what I'm saying? Like just last week, man. I promise, dude. This is this is no lie. I, I promise. And this is not scripted. Just so y'all know, this is not scripted. I literally, man, for like a week, every day I was getting up and said, "Hey, man, today's gonna be a great day. I'ma kill the workout. I'ma do this. Blah blah blah." Every morning I got up, I was saying that. And the other day I was in a rush. Got up, man. I got to, I got to 
doing everything and going to the gym. I'm like, man, this is. Then I remembered that night. I was like, bro, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't affirm that it was gonna be a good day. You didn't put that in the air. You didn't, you know, auto suggest that you were gonna right. get it. You just assumed that it was gonna be what it was, and then the energy that came back was not that at all. You, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Now nah, the affirmation, it's, it's facts. That's 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 it's that's true, and I know, man, it's it's it's. It's stipulation with that, you know, because sometimes, you know, things happen in life and we're not talking about that. We're just saying like on a normal day to day basis, you just stand a better chance of doing what this brother said. It's better you having a positive perspective than a negative one. You know, that's it. That's it. Right? In, a, in a nutshell, that's it. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Peace I appreciate you, brother. Brothers, I appreciate the people for tuning in and uh, we're going to keep on supporting and keep on pushing. We got more to come. This the Most God definitely. I'm right signing out. One love. Oh, yeah. This the boy, uh, you know, UG in the back. Um, UG, thank you, yeah. my brother. I appreciate you, man. And Big again, love. man, make sure y'all, you know, send these brothers uh, messages on Facebook, man. You can look them up on Instagram. And like I said, if you need to get in contact with me, I am on Instagram. Just put in m.series. Um, and you spell it the normal way to spell, and I'll pop up, man. Make sure you like my podcast, favorite my podcast, and please share it with others so we can um, enhance the minds of, of all people, man, but especially black people, man, because we really need to get our minds back so we can move forward in a positive direction as a race and as a human race all together, man. This is the Wake Your Ass Up podcast on your ass, live one time for your motherfucking mind. And again, thank you for listening.